Welcome back to the Mankind Podcast. I am your host, Justin J. Girdler, and this is episode three. I mean, wow. <laughs> Seriously, I can't believe we're already three into this thing, but I hope that you are gaining and growing already. Today, you and I are going to dive a little further into a big question, and that is why kindness? And subsequently, why a Mankind Podcast? And here's why we're diving into the why. Because if you don't know why you're doing something, you will always peter out eventually. If you understand your motivation, it is linked directly to your reason why you're doing something, and you'll be much more likely to stick it out. Knowing why kindness is important is going to help you, help me, help us stick with our goals and become unapologetically good. I like that. Unapologetically good. First, I want to say welcome to the Mankind Podcast. My hope is that this is a place where men can learn, find, and explore the differences that they make every single day. And this is important work because in a world that's focused on success and charismatic leadership, there just aren't enough places where we as men can practice authenticity, vulnerability, and even leading with humility especially that. So uh, I want to ask you right now, if that's interesting to you, uh, share it with a friend, but go ahead and hit subscribe really quick. That will support the work we're doing here and let's get going. So even when things get hard, when life is stressful, when nothing is going as we planned, being kind is going to become so much more important in those moments. And you'll be more likely to stick with it if you know why you're doing it. Uh, But if you're jumping in and this is the first time you're tuning in, I just want to tell you right now, stop. (laughs) Uh, Stop and go check out the first episode first. Uh, It's going to give you the framework for this entire podcast. And episode two is the part one of this conversation on why kindness is so important. And specifically, why having space around this conversation is so important. Well, today I want to ask or deal with the question many of you and for myself have been thinking about for the last year, and that is, um, why bother with kindness? Why even do this podcast? (laughs) Good question. I'm glad you asked. Well, after a lot of thought, I took the three big whys and I broke them into this three-part series here on the Mankind Podcast. So I'm going to cover the three points I want to make, and then I'm going to break each one down for context. In part one, it was all about space. I hit the mic there. It was all about space. We need a space to talk, a space to train our minds and EI, emotional intelligence, and a space to hear and learn from others who've been there. In part two, it's all about the tools. We need tools that will help us navigate the complex situations in our life that equips us for conflict and fights against polarization. I'm going to say that one more time because that's a lot of, it's a big long phrase there. We need tools, tools that will help us navigate the complex situations in our lives and that equips us for conflict and fights against polarization. So, tools. Uh, Let's take someone you admire. 
someone who's changing the world. Maybe they're a filmmaker you admire or the leader of a team, a department, or a company that's really making an impact. Or maybe it's just a mentor or guide that really helped you on the journey of your life. But I promise you, they have developed tools that have guided them to where they are today. In future episodes, the stories we're going to be hearing about are going to highlight the origin, habits, and practices of such individuals. In all episodes, I want to actually finish with challenges to help us put those same practices into our own lives. I'll be doing them right alongside of you and sharing what I'm learning from it. Because I can read all the books I want on this stuff, but if I don't exercise these muscles, learn what's working best for me, and push to get better and better, then it's just head knowledge, you know? And I can humble brag about all the books I'm reading on winning friends and influencing people. I guess that's only one book. But I'm ready to get out there and actually do this stuff, and I hope you are too. We need tools that will help us navigate the complex situations in our lives that equip us for conflict and fight against polarization. So I want to dive in real quick on that complexity and conflict part. We need better tools for how to deal with conflict. And I say this because not a lot of good examples right now. You know, I, we live in a world that's so filled with immense complexity. Things don't go smoothly. They won't go smoothly. Feelings will get hurt. There will be people you bump into in life. People will be overlooked. Considerations won't benefit everyone. Conflict is inevitable. So we need better tools on how to work through conflict. And there seems to be this all or nothing approach that's like, you're for all these things or you're for all those things. And thus one of them is right and one of them is wrong. And I'll, I'll use a little example here. Look, this isn't going to be a podcast on politics. That's not where I'm going. Uh, except I just want to point out some examples that will work to help you know boost emotional intelligence. So I'll use politics just for a moment here. Take our bipartisan government. It's like you have to be all Democrat and stand for all the liberal causes or... You must be a Republican and stand for all those issues as well. It's black or white. There's no allowance for gray areas, seemingly. You know, the truth is, I'm complex. You are complex. We are the accumulation of our diverse experiences. And when it comes to the area of politics, at least for me, I'm not that simple. I like some stances on the left. I like some stances on the right. And that just saying it out loud is kind of terrifying. Feels like I'm already going to put someone on the defense. You know, someone's probably triggered when I say that out loud. If my mom's listening right now, might be her. Being honest, I like things about both parties. Issues they don't agree on. And I also don't like things about both parties. Now, politics aside, put that aside. The point is, I'm not very clear cut. It's not black and white with me. And I'm sure neither it is with you. We are beautifully complex individuals. So that's what I mean when I say we need tools that are going to help us navigate complexity and equip us for conflict. And here's the last one. And maybe this is the most important. And the thing that we are going to be working against is we have to fight against polarization. Culture-wide, we are seeing systems that work really quickly to try to peg us. You know, marketing algorithms that anticipate what we need before we're even out of that item. Social platforms with thousands of smart, intelligent software engineers 
programming them that are trying to give us exactly what we're looking for in the posts, ads, products, and services that we encounter online. We have machines that are judging us the moment we log on, looking for which system we want to be a part of, which group we will align with. And it works very efficiently to diminish our own judgment of whether we actually should buy into that product or that mentality, that cleaning product, join that gym or get that subscription. This system is not just clickbait. It's personal. It knows you. And we as humans are the same way. I have a good friend, Jeremy, who likes to say it this way. We are judging machines. And that's not a judgment of you. It's just a good reminder that we take information in and each person in their own way is processing what that information means. You're doing it right now, listening to this podcast. What does Justin mean by that? What did he mean when he said this? You're taking the information in. That's okay. But we have to understand that the more complex the situation the more open we should be about investigating more before we make a snap judgment. In the chaos of conflict, we are losing an ability to discuss, converse, and challenge each other in that important, complex, fuzzy middle area where we actually experience human growth. And this in-between area, I know it's not as exciting. It's not dramatic or controversial. It's It gets drowned out in the clickbait of click on this. You know, those things that sound and look like a car crash that you just can't look away from, like something on TMZ or TLC or NBC tonight at 8 p.m. You know, it's got this little like tone to it that's intended to pull us in and into taking a side. You know, that clickbait system is dangerous because as it's pulling us in, it's saying, here's the drama. Where do you stand? Agreement or disagreement? And we tune in on it. We get pulled right into a myriad of opinions and beliefs that don't define us, but polarize us in judgment. It's a system, and I I don't think anyone set out to create it that way, but it's designed to get me thinking more and more in a way further from my own judgment and convictions, and honestly away from relationships that actually challenge me to consider another view and stay in that in-between space. I'm don't, well, I'm a little, look, I'm, I'm way more gray than I am black or white. And that's not popular. It's not as fun to say. It's not a car crash and it doesn't draw a crowd, but it's good and it's healthy. I don't have to drive my opinion like a car into someone else's every time I want attention. I'll live a lot happier that way. Man, we could make a whole episode on that right there. I know it's true of you too. You have convictions, values, and preferences that make up who you are. And that's not defined by a party, a group, or a company, nor should it be. They're your experiences. They make up your identity more than your affiliations, more than your race, more than your political party, or even your religion. They will always be something you don't particularly gel with in any group you're a part of. And that is why we need something called grace. And that's really unpopular to say that we're not defined by one thing. You know, I'm I'm sure I'll get some cancel culture up in here, but I think it's just more complicated than that. We're going to need grace for a community to function. And that leads to the third point of why kindness matters. 
So we covered part one last time. We need space for kindness. Today, part two, we need tools for kindness. Up next, part three, we need stories. And it's already available online, so join me over there and let's kick this last wise ass. (laughs) Sounds like I said wise ass. Hey, thanks for joining me on the Mankind Podcast. I'm Justin J. Girdler. If you would, and you think that this topic is important, it would mean the world to me if you would go over and click that subscribe button on this podcast. That little action right there does everything from spreading the goodness across the platforms to bringing more stories to you in interviews with people you admire. And if there's someone you'd like to hear on this podcast, drop a note in the comments. I'd love to know what you think. Hey, thanks for joining me on the Mankind Podcast. This is Justin J. Girdler. Let's go out and be unapologetically good today. Mm-hmm.